if it's not your own, suffering can look so beautiful. Hello, my name is Gordon and welcome to my podcast. In her devotional, The Language of Letting Go, Melody Beattie focuses on codependency. She shares how as children post-toddler we wait. We wait for our parents and react to their wishes, their commands. We wait in the car. We wait at the dinner table. We wait for teachers to give us direction and assignments. We also wait for encouragement and affirmations and have little sense of our own needs. Once we realize we do have needs, we wait to meet them once we've met everyone else's first. She goes on to say, as we get older, we need to learn to wait less and put our needs forward. Wait less to be enough. Find comfort in moving forward without waiting on someone or something to fill those needs for us. As a reformed people pleaser, kinda, meeting your own needs can be a challenge. It feels selfish and contradictory against the grain. For me, it's less about pleasing others and more about the awareness of what you're choosing to do and acknowledging the choice you're making, doing without expecting, doing because you want to. Reading a book, my finger nestled under the page, anticipating the next, my mind pulsing forward, unconscious of the present, then I blink. I remove my finger, remind myself to slow down and savor the words in front of me. This week I watched the movie Call Me By Your Name starring Timothy Chalmay and Army Hammer. I highly recommend it. And even though I'm a sucker for love stories and heartbreak, what I liked most was the setting in Northern Italy, the year 1983, and the carefree attitudes of Europeans. You know, shirts off, high-rise shorts, classic styles, wavy hair, breezes through trees, bike rides, swims in ponds and pools, naked and not. It reminded me of how we become so hung up on body types, and I love how they toss that to the wind. It's come as you are. It's funny. I never squirm regarding Elio and Oliver's love affair, only how they walk barefoot everywhere. How do people do that? Also this week, the word idiom crossed my path, and like metaphor and innuendo, I had to look it up. I can never remember which is what, which may be a blessing in disguise. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, as I was reviewing various idioms, phrases which cannot be understood simply by looking at the meaning of the individual words in the phrase, one jumped out at me. Surprisingly, it wasn't miss the boat since that one would hurt too much. The one that gave me pause was waiting on the other shoe to drop. Admittedly, I've always been waiting on the first shoe to drop. As proactive as I try to be, my profession seems to be about resolving problems, so of course I spend my days anticipating them. 
I think this mindset early on crept into my personal life as well. Not that I catastrophize things because I don't, but I sure can waste a lot of times pondering bad things that never happen. Who doesn't get a letter in the mail from the IRS and think, maybe I should call that guy from Breaking Bad that helps people flee the country unnoticed? Or an email from a client and think, what are they complaining about now, even though they rarely complain? Let's not even talk about text messages. Maybe it's just me, or maybe it's just human nature. What I do know is not opening a letter isn't going to change the message contained. Same with emails and texts. So I make myself forge ahead and holy smokes, it's almost, I'm almost always wrong. The letter from the IRS was regarding a refund and the email from a client was thanking me for the time and attention I gave them. And the text message was asking me to rate my new penis pump. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The IRS never sends refunds. Seriously though, I do find myself being more aware of these thoughts that creep into my mind and remind myself that most things do work out and rarely is something as bad as we imagined it to be. Reading a book, the author out of my league, Counting the words I don't recognize. Intimidated but not. Fear stands between here and there. I learn by walking through it as if I belong. Hmm. I used to look up every word I didn't know, and it took me three years to read Jane Eyre. <laughs> Two and a half. This week's song comes from the same movie, Call Me By Your Name. Its title, Visions of Gideon, is sung by Sufjan Stevens. It's a sweet, sad song, and I love the Gideon reference. A reminder that with God by your side, you can destroy an army of Midianites and free Israel from oppression, or you can find love and lose it in the span of a summer. Take your pick. As most of you know, Christmas is right around the corner, and boy howdy, is it expensive to have friends, much less a partner, which is why I highly recommend waiting until after the new year to fall in love. And speaking of love, I've unfollowed most of the relationship coaches and therapists that have helped me this past year. Life moves on, and what they say becomes repetitive. However, there's one lady named Julie Tarecki that I'll never unfollow. She once had a few thousand followers and now has over 1.5 million. It's a tribute to her, but I did like her better when she was my secret. Anyway, I'll share a thought of hers I liked regarding love. Relationships rarely end because of a lack of love. Relationships more commonly end because of a lack of connection. And a big cause of disconnection is micro-rejections. The seemingly small, unconscious ways we reject each other again and again throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the year. And it's not the one time they looked at their phone while we were telling them a story. It's the many.
It's not about the one time of anything. It's the consistent dismissals stacked one upon the other. When we become aware, it's the little things that are actually the biggest things. It's then we'll stand a better chance of staying connected to each other. The holidays are distracting, but it's always about the people we love, unless there's a new boat involved, then it's all about the boat. So I wrote another poem, it's short. Hope you like it. A Christmas Walk. She gathered herself, moving towards me, blinking lights in her background, tinsel waving goodbye and hello. Wafts of evergreen and peppermint, standing toe to toe. A cold, brisk fog from her mouth, preceding her I love you, misty eyes. A gloveless hand stretched to mine, where to I ask? With you, she answered. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.